Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Linos Facebook Live Show, episode 12. Guys, today I have a few different things I want to chat about. I'm just having, a, on my right-hand side, I have my agenda um, and notes that I want to talk about, and then we'll let the chips fall where they may, as they say. And so basically, just just the camera a little bit. Um, there's a few things I want to discuss if we get time to go through all of them great if not I'll split it up to episode 13 and guys first of all I just want to put it out there I'm looking for interviews um, business people people with questions uh, I ran into one of my wife's friends over the weekend and people have questions people are motivated people are inspired by by me doing this, which which is always a fantastic reason to do anything, is to inspire others f for the greater good. But like, people have questions. People are unsure, like what they're doing, and they overthink a lot when it comes to social media. And that's just become a huge passion of mine. And I want to help people and continue to inspire, but not just inspire and motivate, and then people. Just saying, like it's great. It's great for my. It's great for me personally, but I don't want to only think about me. Like, what are you guys getting out of this? So I'm looking to interview. Like, if you've got questions, I mean, I would like people that that have a businesses have a business of some sort, whether it's a personal brand, whether even if they're thinking about it, that's important as well. Um, I, I I want to have that um, discussion with people that are interested. Like I. I've uh, had another Facebook page. I've merged them all into like like my main Facebook page to get all my family into one page. Um, and so, like in my family, there's musicians. There's 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 so many different range of people, right? So, in in different in different industries with different backgrounds. Um, so so I really want to like open it up to my family and friends. I mean, in, my, in the friends, there's dancers. There's I'm just looking now, like other digital marketing people. There's, there's cleaners. Thanks, Bex, for watching. Like, there's like a range of people that um, are on my fa personal Facebook and business that I want to interview. That I want to get people on the show so they can start telling me what they want to do, and, and I actually help them. Also, created as of uh, today, I created a Facebook. I maybe did yesterday. Maybe just there. And a mega digital business community page. But that will be more tailored directly around helping businesses grow and develop and be found online and the sort of things that they should do to get discovered online. But Facebook Live, as everybody knows, is sort of my little digital backyard. Like it's like it's like my digital pub, right? It's where I go, where I speak, and hopefully where I add value. But I actually originally started these Facebook Lives to help me with my future speaking engagement events because one thing that I struggled with is when I speak live, if someone asks me a question live, it doesn't matter, like, I mean, it, I could be at a party, right? And if someone asks me a question live, I'll be like, I'll give them an answer and then, like, the next day I'm still thinking about their question. I'm like, oh, but why didn't I say A, B, C, and D? What this speaking event, uh, speaking event, what this speaking sort of, live on Facebook has done is that when I did speak live a lot of good answers and a lot of like if they asked me a question a lot of, um, of the right sort of thing came to me when it did and when I watch and play back 
my last speaking event, which was on May 17. I don't have any sort of regret in the questions that I got answered. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I feel like I answered them very well, especially in the um, after party. We went to a pub and we got drinks and people started asking me further, more in depth. And then, you know, I don't drink alcohol, but when they ask, like they're getting a little bit tipsy and so everyone's dropping their guard and asking me more and more and more questions, they got more and more out of me, more value to take away. And so I'm very obsessed with making sure that um, there's, a, there's a value add in, in what I'm delivering and it's all about either the watchers, the listeners, like the readers, everything I provide is, is for the customer, for the client, and just for you guys that are watching. Um, I mean, if I, if I just stand here and talk, and even if people like listen to me, get inspired, and don't do nothing, well then this is still a waste of time. Um, even if it does sort of help me with my live speaking engagements. If I can't get um, people to like, act and especially in the business in the business environment friends that have businesses um and that i've spoken to if i can't get them to to do what i'm saying then this is a waste of time um because i'm finding this is not as valuable as it was for me when i started that i'm really continuing this to keep conversation going because one of my biggest passions is connecting and engaging and speaking with people especially where I can add the most amount of value um, and in this sort of environment is in the business and marketing sector. So I'm looking for interviews and if you've got any any slight inclination to want to have a chat, like I actually have my best mate um, who uh, will be speaking with me occasionally and it, we started a series called My Best Friend Darren Series which I basically stopped now because he's pretty much high flying anyway. Now it's just pretty much up to him now, where before I was really helping him and a lot of discussions happened off um, uh, off the camera where we were just talking and he got to a point now where he kind of has an idea of what he needs to be doing. He doesn't really ask me questions of what else can I be doing? It's more like, oh crap, now I've got so much stuff you're telling me to do, uh, I've got to get it done. So he's at a point now where he's in the execution phase and for all of my intents and purposes, I think he's done. Right? I, I honestly think that in terms of what I can bring, he needs to start executing and then I'll, the only value I can really add is to watch him execute and help him. Um, and, but really the ball is in his court. But there's so many people that I can look at on my Facebook, uh, personal friends list, not the business community even. Like just, I can see so many people that I know will ask questions if we're at a party. I know they'll ask questions if, if um, they're in a private setting or in a family gathering or something like that, they'll ask me questions. Coming on social media to ask questions where it could be not just um, value added for them, but value added for everybody. And I'm, I'm answering one question and everyone's kind of getting something out of it. Because at the end of the day, this is why I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it. So, um, yes, again, I'm looking for interviews. Please comment or private message me that you want to come on the show so we can organize a time, so we can get it organized because, like, it's really important. Um, and I'm sure, like, if you come on and you start talking and a lot will come to you. And if I know, if I know, like, if I know an answer to your question, I'll say I know it. If I don't know, I'll say I don't know. Like, I mean, this is the great thing. Like, if I... If I want to know, like, uh, for example, I don't know, how do, how do I build, like, a, 
a timber house for my son. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to build him something, right? And I'm like, if I go on the internet and somebody wants to have a chat on how they can learn more to build things with timber, and, I'll, and I'm interested, I'll call. Like, <laughs> just be like, yeah, man, like, how do I do this, 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 this? Like, and then someone's actually going to tell you and give advice. So I've got about five different things I want to chat about. Um, but I want to first, I don't think I've really spoken about my journey and like friends and family that what kind of know some of it, but not all of it. So I started, so I want to talk a little bit about where I started and, and, and where I've ended up now and, and sort of that sort of thing. Because I keep getting told that I'm inspiring people. But I want to make sure I get people into acting as well. Acting on what I'm saying. So my journey started 11 years ago. I got a job, finished TAFE, I got a diploma in website development. I, I finished a, a diploma and I tried to find a job and for six months or whatever it was, three months, three to six months, couldn't find a job. Then I had to like become a contractor for a web design business based in Padstow, New South Wales. And I got a job with a gentleman who was building websites and he said, look, I can give you this money, which was basically crap. It was nothing, right? Talk about starting on the bottom. Like, it wasn't much lower than that, like, in terms of pay. I mean, it was pretty much, I was a paid intern, you could say, um, because the money was not, like, you couldn't really do much with it. But, you know, um, the great thing about what my mum always told me and dad always told me is, you know, be prepared to stay, start on the bottom. That's one thing that is absolutely vital even when you do start a business and you want to get experience. You've got to be able to, to clean those toilets, if you, you, know, if you will. Um, so I was basically earning like $250 a week. Um, I was a contractor and I was building sites and, of course, I was making him a ton of money. I was doing a lot of work. I think in that... 2007, I think all up, I probably built maybe four or 500 websites, I would say, the whole year. And so I was getting paid a thousand bucks a month. Later on, it got a little bit more just before I left, but it was basically to the point that it was nothing anyway. So in that first year, the great thing about, um, was about starting that was that it gave me obviously the experience. It gave me agency level experience, it was basically paid, like I got paid, but it was just basically work experience. When you think about the money I was getting paid, it was really at the bottom end. Um, and my boss, he was okay, but I just didn't, I felt like coming to the end of 2007 that I needed a different direction, I needed a different boss, I needed a different company that, because it was pretty much only him. When I started, it was one other guy, but when... Like, pretty much he got fired after three months. I can't remember what he did, but this guy got fired. And then it was basically us two for, like, the next seven to, to eight months. Um, and, yeah, it got to the end where I'm just like, you know what, I don't think I'm really going anywhere here. Of course, the money, I wanted, a, a, I wanted more money. I felt like I had a bit more experience. I got more to offer. So then in February, actually, you know, January 2008, I landed a new job building websites again in a place in Parramatta. Well, that was probably the middle of January 2008. 
And <laughs> that job lasted about two weeks and I was fired. Um, the reasoning was that the guy that was supposed to train me and to take me to the next level in web development, he, I don't know whether he got fired or he did leave. He definitely, the person left, but I don't know whether they just make an excuse that, that I just wasn't good enough and they didn't really want to say that. Just said, oh, oh that guy that got fired, yeah, he was supposed to train you. So, sorry. But I don't know whether that was true or not, whatever. It makes no difference at the end of the day. But I think that it didn't, I don't think he really was going to train me. I think it was more that I just wasn't good enough. And so two weeks later, I got the boot. And um, at that time, it was about three months before my parents had, was, were going to leave to move up north and they were retiring. And, oh man, I needed a job. And so, <laughs> I, I, I mean, we did, I did a little bit of what they call search engine optimization, which is my main specialty now in that job, like the, um, with um, uh, my first job. We, we looked at tweaking titles and descriptions. I started building a grasp on exactly what SEO actually was when I was building websites. I didn't understand it, of course, at a, at a, at a detailed level, but I kind of knew that keywords have a uh, text on a page, keywords on a page. They all have something to do with um, improving search engine visibility. So anyway, but that next job, I did nothing to do with SEO. I was only there for two weeks. I got the boot. was told some random reasoning why. Um, I was on a probation, so they could just tell me to go at any time. Um, and so I was out of job for another two weeks. My parents were leaving in three months, and I knew I had to get a job. Otherwise, I was going up to Timbuktu, driving around in a combi van. So I didn't want to do that. Um... Plus, I didn't want to leave my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and so I had to start something, right? I had to do something. I was actually getting to the point um, that I was, I couldn't find a job on web at the time. And I was thinking, well, I think I'm gonna like pretty much uh, be doing something else. I even applied for like different jobs in like telecommunications, I applied for a job as a help desk, uh, Optus help desk. There was some weird stuff that I applied for that has nothing nothing to do with, with anything that I wanted to do or had experience in, but I needed a job. And so in the end, I was with all these recruiters. None of them, none of them did anything for me. There was like, I remember that time Seek would um, monitor how many jobs, I mean, this was obviously even when I left TAFE, how many jobs I actually applied for, I think I got up to like 1,200. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was more than that of how many physical jobs I applied for. I was all these recruiters. You know, you got an interview here, you got an interview here, nothing ever eventuated. They basically just threw me anywhere um, they could. So they, they, with the possibility that, you know, they're not traveling. So, you know, there might be some hope that something related. And if I, if I got acquired, then they'll get paid. But... So I knew I had to take matters in my own hands. I had to because I knew my parents were leaving and I had to take matters in my own hands because I had to pay rent and, all, and, and live, live by myself. So um, I had to take matters in my own hands. I started emailing. Just I would go on the website. I would go onto Google and I will type in, you know, Web Design Sydney. And I just found the email addresses and I started emailing. 
And then I got an interview with an agency, um, which you can go on my LinkedIn, which was eWeb, eWeb Design at the time. And I started, so it was, I actually applied for a web design, technical web design role. I wanted to build websites. Um, I still love that. It's a big part. Like, I love it. Like, I still, I still code. We still do a bit of website development in Amiga. That part of it, I think, would never die just because it's something that I love doing. Um, sort of like my first love in the business world. So, in the end, I got the job. I did the interview process. I got the job. But... They actually emailed me and said, well, look, for a possible deal breaker, um, we're moving away from web. I went, oh, no, what are we doing now? Um, and we're doing online marketing, we're dedicated to online marketing, and in particular, search engine optimization, which is the process of improving and increasing keywords on Google to... Um, Track more customers to a website and therefore more dollars at the end of the day, right? So I said, and they basically said, are you interested in doing it? And I, I kind of knew about it from 2007, like I mentioned, when I was building websites. And then I actually started showing the gentleman that was interviewing me all of the SEO stuff that I learned from my last boss. And he's basically saying, this is rubbish work. Um, this is not how you should do it, like how you should do it, like we'll, we'll bring you on board and we'll train you properly. Um, so yeah, that was 10 years ago, 10, 10, year, 10, 10 years and about three months, right? Um, and so yeah, so then I said, all right, yeah, I'll do it, I had, to, I had to take the job. And I'll be honest with you, when I started SEO, it wasn't the sort of like, um, love at first sight by any stretch. I actually didn't like it. I remember telling my wife, I don't like this. This is not what I signed up for. Um, this is not what I want to do. This is not basically anything that I believe that I like and that I, that I wanted to do. And this was probably a few, about a month in, a month and a half in. And I remember one time in particular, I was in North Sydney and I was going past North Sydney on the train and called my wife and go, oh, I just don't want to go to work. I want to go back home. I hate this. I didn't want to do it. And my wife, oh, at the time she was my girlfriend, she said some very, very wise words. I'll never forget them. She said, why don't you give it? Be, be patient, which was the best advice. Be patient and give it a few more months. If you hate it, look for another job. Because I, I, I was pretty sure I was going in that day quitting. Handing him my resignation said, this is just, this is not, this is not, this is not interested in this sort of work. Um, yeah, then I went in. I went, all right, so I didn't tell my boss and bosses that I wanted to hand in my resignation and I stuck with it. Then, I remember the client, I don't even know if I can say it, I'm going to say it anyway. It was futurefood.com.au. I was working on this website and they wanted to rank first on Google and I never, ever will forget this until the day I die. 
I should actually do a Google, do a Google search for food consultants. Now, I don't even know what a food consultant does. I didn't know then, and I still don't know. I mean, I probably did know then, but I definitely can't remember what the food consultant does. I've been over a thousand clients now that I worked on and had business dealings with over the over 11 years. There's been so many. Um, I didn't even know what a food consultant does, okay? No idea. Um, so what happened was I was, so how it would work is I was given 10 keywords to rank for this client. They, they, they've selected these 10 keywords and now it was my job to get them ranking on Google. Now in 2008, it was a very technical based um, work in a sense that to get rankings on Google, if you knew a few little tips and tricks, you had the right resources, you could pretty much get ranking for any keyword, right? There was a lot of manipulation you could do with Google. Google's not the same anymore, They're very far more intelligent. Um, and it takes a lot more sort of uh, skills. You have to actually be a marketer and it helps you've got business savvy knowledge as well on top of the marketing knowledge. But back in 2008, it just, it just wasn't like that at all. Like you could basically, easily manipulated if you just knew the right stuff and I, I, I hated it and and it wasn't until I like you can type in food consultants the domain is futurefood.com.au maybe someone can comment below and tell me what a food consultant is because I have no idea but they wanted to rank first for it on Google and guys this was the first campaign that I ever had where, where after, I think it would have been probably three months into my job, maybe four months into the, actually could have even been five months into my job. Because if it wasn't for Daniela, I was quitting after a month and a half. She said, be patient and stick with it. And so about three months later, I got this campaign and I got them first, long story short, I got them first for the word food consultants on Google. That was the love at first sight. Because when I first started it, I was like, nah, I'm quitting. The feeling for the, for the audience I know I'm watching now, the, audience, the, the, the only analogy that I can come to mind is when you catch your first fish. And you've got a big one. And you're pulling and you're pulling. And then you bring it up. And that excitement that you caught your first fish. Because no one really likes fishing until you catch your first fish, right? That's why I don't like fishing, because I never really caught anything significant. I think I caught one fish in my life, like significant size, and it was dead. <laughs> so, by the time I pulled it up. Um, so, it was like, I, I, I wouldn't say won the lottery, but it was definitely love at first. It was massive amounts of excitement to see these keyword rank first. And then to go into the, what we call um, the analytics program, which is Google Analytics, which tells us how much traffic comes to a website, where from, what people searched on, how long they stayed on the website for, and gives us all these different metrics and data around um, the website's performance. And so, like, it was, it was amazing, like, it was absolutely amazing. 
I knew I was quote unquote hooked, right? Because I knew that feeling was like, like wow. Um, and so I was addicted. I had to get my, I was actually speaking with another SEO, another search engine optimizer, is optimizer at my last speaking event. And this gentleman is about 25. And he says to me, after we, after I spoke and he came up to me after for the Q&A and the one-on-one, and he came up to me and he's like, if you watch the video where I speak, he's a guy at the end that asked about the voice. You don't really see him, but he's the one that came up to me after. And he's like, you know what I love about what we do in particular? And I said, what is that, buddy? And he said, it's when you see that line, when you do work, and you see that line and the analytics go up and up, which means more people have come to the website. It's that line, that line that goes up, that is like, you're instantly addicted. Um, and that was basically, and he's a young bloke, I mean, he's only 25, he's, he's done three or four years in SEO, and he really looks up to me for some reason, and he looks up to another mate of mine, who's also in the space and he's actually working with my mate of mine because I told him, you need to hire this guy. He has the same fire in the belly that I did when I started. I could instantly, instantly knew exactly what he was feeling because that was exactly my um, discovery at the same time. So up until the point of, if you've just joined us, up until the point of 2008, when I started this online marketing stuff, I really went in with a web design mindset, the technical web development, the coding, and that sort of um, work. Hating what I did, only by the wise words of my girlfriend, is now my wife saying, stick with it a little bit longer. Like she had this other sense or something. She just said, stick with it. And it was just spot on. Like, like she, those, that sentence essentially changed my entire career. I don't know what I will. I can't imagine what I'll be doing now. The fact that I mean, I probably would be building websites, but it's not. It's not where I am with online marketing. And seeing that line, and, and with that gentleman saying, you know, it's that line that he's addicted to. Seeing that line curve go up, seeing more people come to a website, and getting that natural. It. it, it I don't know how to explain it, but the only thing I can imagine is like, like it was like catching my fish, like first fish, right, or. You know, it was. It's better than like that. That time in my career, and I've been fortunate enough to have significant amount of client success over the years. And you know, it's it's been great. It's very humbling to be able to help businesses. And I just did a video the other day saying, really, at the end of the day, when we as marketers get success for our clients, they're the, they're, they're the key component of that success. Because it's not a marketer's job to turn lead into gold. If a business is great, and it's only our job to make people aware of it. It's not our job to turn lead into gold. If you're an organic farmer and your apples are rotten upon delivery, no amount of marketing changes that. Your apples suck, your processes suck. Fix that and then get some marketing. Fix your processes, fix your groundwork, your base, and then, you know, it's not, we don't take lead and turn it into gold. We take gold that no one knows about it and make it brighter and shine it in front of more people. That's exactly what we do. But at that particular time, when, we got, when I got first for that keyword, I'm pretty sure it was around April or May 2008. 
it, it, it was this most significant transformation in my, in my entire working career. Not only did I, I don't even really think about the success that brought the client. Like that's not even that significant for me at that particular time. The client absolutely loved the agency I was working for. They couldn't believe it because they only cared about those two keywords. And again, please, so hopefully someone comments and tells me, goes to Google and types in food consultants because I don't even know what a food consultant is and I mentioned that, and so if you're just joining me, please comment now and tell me what the hell a food consultant is, because I have no idea. Um, and and at, the, at the time, I, I didn't even think I cared that much. It was the fact that we got first, which is an addiction, which is what I was obsessed with, where that passion that you see now, when people start telling me, oh, you're so passionate about what you do, I'm like, you didn't see me when I got my first ranking. You never saw me when I got ranking for that client. Like, it was honestly, it was like I won lotto. It was the most happiest thing I've ever sort of. It's like when you talk to like like entrepreneurs that are multi-millionaires, and they will tell you, like, like I was just listening to a guy that earns 150 million a year, and he said the greatest thing about his like he still loves going like he was a like eight years old he's going to garage sales and buying things and then reselling them for more value. And that sort of mindset at eight years old, the kid's going to become a millionaire. There's no, there's no question about it. Without business savviness, you're going to become a millionaire. But he still remembers. The, he's given the the the, um, the high he gets from for, for going to a garage. This is a guy that earns 150 million a year, and basically says the high. I still go to garage sales because of the high that I get from buying something for a dollar and selling it for three. That high, that addiction, that game, that's the game. See, that's the thing with entrepreneurs. It isn't about money, it's about the game. It's about, it's about, it's, it's really playing the game. Turning it into $3 from one gives him more of a rush than when he earns it, when, he, when they bring on an $11 million deal for a new client. And I understand that. Because the $11 million deal, see, you know why everyone likes Rocky One? Everybody likes Rocky One when he's in the shit house in, in, in Philadelphia, right? No one really cares about Rocky when he's in the mansion, right? Because he'd made it. The, the journey's done, right? There's more happiness and success in the journey than in the destination. And it's like that, that I think, rings true for a lot of people. Maybe, maybe you're going to comment below and say, no, no, I like, I like the destination. Maybe, okay. But I think for entrepreneurs especially, there's something inside of us that says it's really the journey that we like. It, it's the journey that excites us. And so people have been telling me that, uh, and it's, it's really humbling, like uh, I find that amazing, and uh, that I've inspired and that they can see passion. And I see it on LinkedIn, they tell me, um, on Facebook, my family, friends, people I don't know. It's truly humbling, and I'm just some little old guy and who knew that I would be able to inspire one person in my life. Inspiring people is like that first moment with the food consultants. And that's why now, I'm so passionate about why I started the Ask Linos um, and why I've spelled it that way is because my best mate Darren doesn't really know how to pronounce my last name. It's been probably, how long have I known this guy? Eh, about 17 years, he still can't pronounce my last name. He just says Linos. He just doesn't pronounce the T or the Z. So I just went, you know what? It's a, it's, it's a good way of saying it. It's catchy. It makes sense. And I will just... I'll just ride with that. So now I started the hashtag Ask Genos because one of my biggest passions now 
is to get people to 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 have that passion that I did when I got first for that food consultants. To see that graph go up and to hear it from that from that um, uh, guy from my speaking event, saying that the, he, that it's the excitement of the of the of the line that gets him. And I truly know what that feeling is like, and that's why now I've started this whole side um, gig on Facebook Live, in particular on Facebook and Instagram, about starting something that you're passionate about. Because I want everyone to know what that feeling is like. And you can be anybody. And that's the great thing about social media. It gives you that. So this is not where I really get into the technical videos. Those SEO sort of videos, they're more about what I do about search and voice and this little crazy device here called Amazon Echo, which is the way of the future, which is how we're going to be searching, which is, which is I love talking about that. I mean, that this thing, this thing, is going to be is, is how we're going to search in the future. You know, Alexa, what's the latest news? Maybe it won't work. Here's your flash briefing from Gary V. Three hundred and sixty-five. I'm asking. You've never thought about what your business sounds like. Like sitting here and realizing, oh shit, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with my dad, Sasha, about what's the voice of Wine Library sound like. Alexa, stop. So I basically created content every week. That's not me, (laughs) obviously, that's another guy that's into it. And so this, this little device is gonna be the voice, the physical voice of brands. Every brand, you know, it's like it's like the it's like logos, right? Look what logos did for brands. It identified them. Brands is built around a logo and a tagline and whatever, right? It's how you recognize Adidas, Nike. When people think of Nike, people think sometimes more of the tagline than of the actual the tip, which I think is a, an amazing logo, by the way, Nike. Just do it. That's just fantastic in terms of branding. But the future for business and brands is that every one of them is going to have a voice. And the the thing that sucks for me is that my voice is horrible. I actually, when I I got a flash briefing set up for me, and what I do every week is I provide weekly tips on how to increase visibility online. And right now, there's not many people doing it in in the, in the SEO world. In the search world, um, there is a few, but there's not that many. And so getting on there early is pretty much like the 1960s and my immigrant dad being shifted off to, to Balmain, right? In the 60s, that's where they dumped all the, all the Southern European immigrants, right? When they got off the boat. And now you look at Balmain, right? You, you, you can't even buy a kennel in, 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 in Balmain. So when everyone starts jumping on, it just it, it, it lifts up the, the, the value and the competition goes up. And therefore, advertising and getting found and getting seen goes up substantially. So getting on the voice now, and that's pretty much what I talked about on YouTube, is hugely important for businesses. For my clients that aren't even doing it yet, I'm like, 
What are you doing? Like this is the future, you need to be doing it. The thing that sucks, though, I do it every week, you know, it might be like one tip might be, you know, you need to do this. And then the next week I give another tip. And the week after, say people keep coming back and listening to different tips of how to increase um, their visibility online for a business. The thing that sucks about my voice is horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible voice. Um, it's not the deep. People think, oh, but why? Because it's really, really deep. I say, no, no, it's not the deep. It's the husky. It's the husky that makes it hard for people to understand what I'm saying. People think oh, I'm mumbling, but it's just because this voice is so easy to sound like you're mumbling. You have to be really clear. You have to speak really open with my mouth so people can understand what I'm saying. It's it's not that easy with this voice. But whatever. It, I, it is what it is, right? So... I'm going to have to be the voice. I will be the voice. Amiga Digital will have this voice, unfortunately. So, you know, it's it's the way of the future. That's how we're searching. So on my YouTube, this is where I get really technical and start talking about my search stuff. On Facebook, because based on the audience and the crowd right now, what I love talking about is that it's more friends, family, and some randoms um, that I don't know that have liked our business page, which is very, very cool. So... Most people aren't my clients that are listening to this. Like my clients actually don't even, none of my clients even like my business stuff on, on Facebook. They don't even know that. They don't care. They're like, we hear you all the time. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Um, so it makes sense for me to produce this sort of content for the non-techie search user and start helping people because this is another big passion of mine as well, getting people on social media. Like how can I tell people to start doing all this stuff, not just for a business, it can be personal. You can build. You put, if you love cats, have you seen how big cats are online? Did you know that you can actually create a page where you're talking about cats, how you look after cats, anything cat-related, how you adopt cats, and you know who I'm talking to if you're watching this, if you're listening. People love people that look after animals. And it's a great way to like start a, to, to start a business through it. But the fact that you love a certain topic and talk about it, that should be your primary objective. Not the fact that you can make a whole lot of money out of something. Money is usually made from a byproduct. Like I mentioned about the entrepreneurs, it's the game that 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 kind of gives us our excitement. Is that, that gentleman I spoke with the SEO? It's the it's the curve. It's the it's seeing that you're doing work and more people are coming to the website. It's sort of it's sort of that that kind of makes the kicks. It's not when you talk to anyone super passionate about what they do, money's hardly ever brought up because it isn't what it isn't it isn't really what's 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 producing that putting the the petrol on the flame, so to speak. It's like that's what motivates us. That's what kicks us on. So, guys, why did I start this asking us? It's because I really want to help you. And it's really for sort of businesses and personal brands around topics that you love. If you're a business person, then of course it makes sense that you need to be doing social media. Last episode I spoke about in particular social media for business, the importance of engagement, the importance of saying thank you to people, the importance to recognize and acknowledge when content has been added on a particular page. But today, and I had I had another four things to talk about that I won't get to. I'm going to pretty much close it up. But what, and I actually wanted to actually tell my story as well, so I'm glad I actually had the chance to do that. Um, 
Oh, actually, I didn't really even finish that. So, so, so obviously, 11 years later, I'm still doing what I'm doing. But it was that moment. It was that pinnacle moment that has now transformed me to where I where I am now. And that's if it wasn't for those words from my girlfriend, I wouldn't be doing this. I just wouldn't be. Like, I don't know, I would have quit and I would have gone on to something else. And I would have just had this little bit of information about search and only thought about it in a negative way. It wasn't really until I saw those things happening. It wasn't until I got my first client. You know, I was that excited. Even the next few clients that I got ranking first, there was one client that wanted wanted to rank first for, for document storage. And, and, and it took me like a year to get them on Google first for document storage. And it was Recall. They're a massive international brand. They're huge, right? And they're all into the document management uh, industry and, you know, security of important documents. Getting them first for that keyword, for that, for that keyword, was also very, very instrumental in my career. I look back on those two, food consultants and document storage. What I actually did was... I, for the document storage one, I actually <laughs> never forgot that, and this is, this is, this is, well, I look back now thinking, I didn't think about building my brand back then, right? I took a, a snapshot and of that first page, right? So it would, on my computer's background, you would see the first page and document storage. I was very humble too, right? Back then. So you type, you'll see document storage and you'll see that we rank uh, number one. Like, I actually had it on my background for about a month. Like, I was that excited about it. And that's the sort of passion that people see now is because two reasons. One, my wife said those words to me. And two, just being able to, to be in the right, the right place at the right time, I, I can only imagine. And that I have some sort of skill set in this area. But... You know, that's why I want to give back to, 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 to people, to, to get that feeling. Like, I can't imagine what it must be like to go to a job that you hate now. And with the internet and with social media, if you're a singer, start singing on social media. Like, if you love cats, talk about how much you love cats on social media. There's people that want to listen. Never underestimate how many people are willing to listen to those that are passionate. Like, it's just crazy, right? I'm sure you're listening not just because you're my friend or my family member. I don't even know who's listening that I don't know personally. I'll find that after the video. But, like, I can't imagine what it'd be like. But, and I don't think you would listen to me if I didn't have passion. Even, even many of my, even my aunties or whatever, right? Cousins, friends. People will listen to you when, you when you show passion and experience. And that's how you inspire others. And if I'm going to tell people that, hey, you need to start doing social media, to my clients, they need to do it. Um, that search is evolving into voice, and we've got to get prepared for voice. I have to be doing it myself. I have to be leading by example. And it's going to be a big part of business. It's going to be a big part of how communication gets done. And 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 it's just where we're all going. So, guys, I'm just going to sum it up. That's pretty much my story. It's how I got started. That's why I love search. Um, and actually, the the best thing the the best thing that I, that, and one of the things I missed the most is when I was working in a large team and I wasn't the boss. I wasn't, I didn't, I was just with everybody else. When I, when I, 
one of the things that people told me all the time was that they they found me they I inspire people around me and I, I just find that the greatest gift I, I find that humbling um, no amount of money would ever give me the feeling that is that gives me you know and if I can inspire one person to do stuff not just to listen and say Andrew you're awesome you inspired me because that is that's great and I but the next thing that I'll be really over the, like where I feel extremely fulfilled is getting people to like I'm doing this because you told me and and my best friend Darren is someone that is that is doing a lot of what I said because I've inspired him in that direction um, but you know, I want to see. I really. I mean, I don't know. I guess with Darren, you know, he was he was my best man at my wedding. It's it's, it's sort of like I don't know. You know, he trusts me too much. He doesn't really. Like, he just trusts me, and I'm like, look, it's great, but I really, really want to continue. I really want to get inspired, you guys enough to take action, and that's what really is where I get my food consultant first same kicks of, and still seeing to this day clients growing it still gets that kick out of me but it was all it's like your first in everything right you never forget the first time of anything significant my first child a wedding hopefully first and last right um it's just it's just something about those times because they usually shape who you become and what you end up doing um yeah so guys please if i've if you've got questions about my story, if I did, if I left something hanging, the hashtag asking us. If you want to know more about that, you can ask me questions on Twitter. Um, you can go to the website amigadigital.com.au, and you can see basically uh, all of my content um, across all the different mediums: Tumblr, Facebook. I've got a podcast. I've got this that the voice that you probably have to subscribe to when you get an Amazon Echo. Um, and I'm going to start encouraging people to do it. And once I get this sorted out, with because I've actually built a skill that only I didn't realize and Amazon didn't really tell me, it's still very new, that only the US market can basically listen to. So no one in Australia that, that's got an Amazon can actually even hear what I have to say. So I've got, I fixed it up today, but it might take me a few more days to, to get it out there. I encourage everyone to get an Amazon Echo and to, and to listen to my skill. And if you're my aunties, my cousins, whoever, definitely get it. And then when people come around and say, oh, this is my nephew, or this is my cousin, or this is my friend who's talking like, like whatever, right? Um, I appreciate that. Think of ways how you guys can build something. And if you've got any questions, any questions, any questions, comment below. Um, and yeah, you guys have an amazing, amazing day. And if you've got any questions, let me know. Have a good one. Bye.